titles of all time, with more than six million copies sold. Such unprecedented success was nothing new to Beyoncé. At just 28, she'd been at the top of her game for the last 12 years, ever since the release of Destiny Child's first hit, No No No, in 1997. That was followed by a string of hits, such as Say My Name, Independent Women, and Bootylicious, which led to solo success for her with the albums Dangerously in Love and B-Day in 2003 and 2006, respectively. Award-winning songs from those albums, such as Crazy in Love, Deja Vu, and Irreplaceable, remain to this day memorable touchstones of her career. At the Pierre Hotel, Beyoncé would find herself posing on a red carpet in front of a backdrop emblazoned with the distinctive billboard logo as flashbulbs popped all around her. Wearing a simple but elegant knee-length seafoam green skirt, with a ruffled, scooped top, she looked every bit the fashion icon. Large diamond hoop earrings framed her lovely face, her straight light brown hair cascading to her shoulders, parted to the left. She smoothed her skirt, patted her hair, and then walked the red carpet with total assurance and regal bearing, just as she always did when in the public eye. As she posed for the cameras, her dazzling smile lit up her face with a rare beauty all her own. Later, Beyoncé would stand on stage at a podium in the Pierre Ballroom before two microphones while gripping her prized award. After graciously acknowledging the standing ovation from a formally dressed audience of industry heavyweights, she began her prepared talk. Though she'd given dozens of these sorts of speeches over the years, they were still not something that she, a naturally bashful person, enjoyed. Standing in front of an audience as herself, not her Sasha Fierce stage persona, remained difficult. Doing so felt too revealing, too invasive, and never more so than on this afternoon. In fact, she could barely get through it. I can't believe all of the things I've been blessed to do this year, and I know it would not be possible without my family, she said. She appeared to be visibly choked up, as if overcome by a wave of bittersweet nostalgia. Shifting her gaze to her mother and father, Matthew and Tina Knowles, who were sitting at a nearby table, she continued, My parents are here. I've worked with my family since the beginning of Destiny's Child. Actually, I was nine years old, she said. Then, with her glance settling on her mother, she continued, I am the luckiest young woman in the world to have my parents, and to have that connection and that genuine love, and people to tell me when I'm wrong, and people that always support me and love me unconditionally. I am so, so lucky, she concluded now looking at both parents, to have you guys in my life. In the days that followed, Beyoncé's heartfelt words would be broadcast around the world. But, as is often the case in show business, private events unfolding behind the scenes would paint a very different picture than the public image of family solidarity Beyoncé attempted to convey with her speech. The truth is that the family to which she so graciously gestured that day was fissured by suspicion and apparent betrayal. By then, Beyoncé was in the midst of having her father, Matthew, investigated for allegedly stealing a great deal of money from her. This was a stunning turn of events. Her longtime manager, Matthew, was in many ways responsible for her success. They had been an incomparable team. He loved her deeply, and she felt the same about him. At the same time, Beyoncé was her father's daughter in many ways, 
not the least in her uncompromising determination not to let anyone, regardless of who they might be, take advantage of her. The bad situation was to get much worse. On the same day as the Billboard Women in Music function, Matthew was served with a paternity lawsuit by a woman in Los Angeles named Alexandra Alex Wright. The only people who really understand what goes on in a marriage are those in the marriage themselves. Everything else is just conjecture and interpretation. The parameters to which Matthew and Tina had agreed to stay married aren't clear, nor what led him to fall for another woman, but fall for Alex he did. It would be untrue to say that Matthew had been living a double life. After all, if it's not a secret, is it truly a double life? A private life, yes, but not a double life. Tina and everyone else in the immediate family knew all about Alex. Her pregnancy, though, was a complete surprise, at first revealed to no one but Alex's immediate family. But on the day of Beyonce's...